Hi, my name is Madison Jaffe, and I want to welcome all of our listeners to this special episode of Positively Pen. Today, we will be talking about how to maintain connection and strong relationships during the COVID-19 pandemic, when it is so easy for fear and isolation to take hold. While I know everyone listening has different circumstances, I hope that you're all finding some peace and stability during this crazy time when it feels like the world is pointing us towards anything but that. Today, I'll be speaking to Susie Pileggi Pawelski, who's a double Penn alum. Susie graduated from Penn undergrad, then from Penn's Master of Applied Positive Psychology program. Susie is the co-author with her husband, Dr. James Pawelski, of the book and Psychology Today blog called Happy Together, using the science of positive psychology to build love that lasts. Our hope today is to use the science of positive psychology to uncover techniques to find joy and support through our relationships during this challenging time. Hi, Susie. Hi, Madison. I'm so happy to be here today speaking with you. Thank you so much for being here. It is such a gift for me and for our listeners to get to hear from you because this pandemic is, is something we've never experienced before. And more than ever, we need to learn to cling to our relationships in a healthy way. So I am just really excited to have you here. Obviously, right now, we're, we're facing really extremely unique circumstances. And with everything going on, we're seeing more and more than ever that putting effort into practicing healthy habits in our relationships is essential. So um, to get us started, would you mind sharing how we can maintain close friendships and romantic relationships, as well as um, relationships with our family, even if we are physically apart? Sure. I think it's so important to realize just because we're socially distancing, or I like to say physically distancing, it doesn't mean we should be emotionally uh, disconnecting from one another, okay? So we might not be able to be in the same you know, proximity um, as usual, which is of course incredibly important to um, be safe during this uh, unsettling time, but there are ways we could still emotionally connect. So um, socially disconnecting shouldn't be socially um, shutting down. Enjoying bonds, strong bonds with our friends and our family members we know is important to well-being. So mm -hmm. some things we can do during this time if we're not um, at home with our loved ones or close friends, it's really important to check in uh, with one another. Unfortunately, in this time, in this day and age, we have social media, like you and I are connecting <laughs> through Zoom. We have phone calls. I mean, I think if you could do a video chat and actually see your friends and family, that's even better. But using um, these modalities to at least connect with uh, your loved ones and your friends. Maybe like arranging a special time in the week. I know with my family and with my in-laws, we've been doing regular Zoom calls. I did some with my cousins the other night. My husband did one with his family. One of his nephews actually is stranded in France right now. It made us all feel so much better just by seeing one another, you know, on the screens and being able to express our care and concern for one another. So I think scheduling things in uh, is a really good thing to do. Just swap some positive stories, focusing on, you know, some good things you're doing at home instead mm -hmm. of just, you know, focusing on, of course, all these hardships, uh, we're all experiencing as well. Yeah, absolutely. I know that something that has been, I think, one of the things that I've struggled with most has been the lack of routine. And also, even when you are connecting with your loved ones, it's, it just feels like all you talk about is the coronavirus. And then 
it, it's hard to then take your positive time and make sure it does stay positive with everything that's going on. On that note, do you have any recommendations for if we're having conversations and maybe it starts positive, but everyone kind of shifts into this cycle of fear on how to, how to get that conversation back into the positive without making f- people feel like they're not being heard, but at the same time, trying to get everyone to focus on being grateful for what they do have. Yeah. I mean, I think, first of all, it's really important to acknowledge um, the difficulties we're experiencing. And positive psychology um, definitely um, focuses on, you know, being authentic. So negative emotions are important. We shouldn't discount them. Uh, We learn from them. And things like fear keep us safe, right? We're staying away Mm -hmm. from others. We're socially distancing because we don't want to get sick, right? Uh, Mm -hmm. We may be Uh, sad about, you know, not seeing our loved ones. And that's all normal. And I think it's important to acknowledge that and not shut down our emotions or shut down our friends or loved ones emotions. um, Because we do want to feel seen and heard, like you mentioned. With that said, we can learn from negative emotions, but we don't want to dwell on them. We don't want to cultivate more fear or more Mm -hmm. sadness, right? It's the positive emotions we want to cultivate. So I think just noting uh, the difference uh, between the negative emotions and the positive emotions, acknowledging the negative ones, but trying to cultivate more of the positive ones is important. That's really helpful. I, I think that is, that's definitely something that I have been wondering throughout this time. So thank you. I, another thing that I'm really curious about is, you know, obviously most of us are struggling with being apart from loved ones. Um, We miss them. We want to have fun with them. We just want a sense of normalcy. But living in close quarters with loved ones, whether it's family or we're quarantining with friends, presents challenges of its own. So with that in mind, what are some healthy habits that we should practice with the people that we're living with while we are quarantined together and for an extended period of time? Well, I think, first of all, focusing on what is going well. Even if you feel like you're frustrated, uh, you're driving, uh, you know, your family, your loved ones crazy, there has to be at least one small thing going well. We know if we focus our attention on the good stuff, we can grow more of that. So look for something good, no matter how small, I would say begin with. And then next, I'd say focus on your strengths and those around you, their strengths. Think back to the time, if you're home with your family, maybe something you always you know, loved about a sibling or your mother, your father, maybe it was his or her great sense of humor or their kindness. So try to remember that and try to help um, draw out that quality um, in others at this tough time, rather than just focusing on what's driving you crazy, uh, living together so closely. Yeah, that's really helpful. And, you know, another concern that I know is probably at the forefront of most people's minds, possibly above just being frustrated, being stuck in a small space, is that we really want to stay healthy. We want our loved ones to stay healthy. But I know that there is some research showing that relationships are really important for staying healthy. Would you mind telling us about what the research says about relationships and health and well-being broadly? Sure. So there's been so much research on positive psychology, and there's various factors that contribute to our health and happiness. Uh, Marty Seligman's uh, theory of well-being is PERMEC, 
which is the acronym for positive emotions, E, e for engagement, R for relationships, M for meaning, and A for achievement. I don't think it's coincidental that the relationships is smack in the middle of PERMA. Uh, we've actually um, learned from the research that relationships are so important. In fact, they probably are the most important factor when it comes to uh, flourishing. And research has found that our relationships um, with other people, not only does it help with our you know, mental well-being, but there's been a lot of studies showing people in healthier relationships, romantic relationships, and people with uh, healthier friendships tend to experience um, greater uh, physical health as well. It's really amazing how something that you would think had no link is really key. Is there a particular study that you think would be of interest to everyone listening that was maybe it's the most surprising to you or just the most important so far in the field? So in Sheldon Cooper's research, uh, they exposed people to the uh, rhinovirus and they found that those people who had a higher level of positive emotions were less likely to get the cold after be, being exposed to the virus. So I think that's something that we should all really think about by exuding more positive emotions and practicing them and trying to avoid undue negativity. It doesn't just boost our emotional health, but also our physical health. Wow, that is an amazing study. And I cannot think of anything more relevant at the moment, honestly. In positive psychology, along with health and relationships being a central focus, I know that um, another focus is to find ways that we can reframe adverse circumstances from the angle of gratitude, hope, and, and growth mindset. With this being said, do you think that social distancing can actually strengthen our relationships? I do. I think it can in several ways. I think it gives us time to um, reflect and we can really think about what we are grateful for. I mean, right before this happened, I remember going to the food store and seeing a lot of the shelves um, quite bare. And it made me feel really grateful for, you know, all the abundance we generally live with and realizing, you know, in other parts of the world, they don't have access to fruits and vegetables like we do. And it made me realize we often take things for granted. We have so much to be grateful for. Despite it being a tough time right now, there are things in our life, there's blessings and there's people in our life. So I think having time to reflect, be grateful and to savor uh, experiences together. So instead of being frustrated uh, living in close quarters, can we really um, you know, reframe this and think about all this extra time maybe we have? I know you're home with your parents. I'm with my husband, our nine-year-old son. I have much more time with him. So I can choose to um, focus on enjoying those moments and taking advantage of more time to play with him doing family games as opposed to you know, just being stressed out and focusing on what we're missing. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it is so hard to slow down and take that time. But, you know, I know personally there have been times when I've been so busy and all I wanted was to just go home and be able to sit on the couch with my family doing nothing and watch movies and play games. But that just shows how if you have gratitude 
and accept where you are, you're going to be a lot happier and just be able to, as you said as well, savor um, the circumstances no matter how they are going. Definitely, definitely. And I think I want to say, if you want to sit back and you're watching television and, you know, that's making you feel good, you need to take care of yourself and have self-care. So it might be watching television for someone. It might be doing something else. I mean, for me, getting outside and doing my run. The one thing I do want to say, though, really focus where your attention is. So I think it's um, important to realize we can control our attention. And instead of just giving it away to, you know, maybe obsessing over the 24-7 negative news cycle, what else can you be doing? Maybe um, more focusing on being engaged, picking up that novel that you never had time to read or dusting off maybe a musical instrument. Like I know we have a guitar upstairs we haven't looked at in a while. Maybe <laughs> playing that and really um, engaging in the arts and the humanities. A lot of um, cultural institutions are streaming concerts. I know here in Philadelphia, we've been listening to the Philadelphia Orchestra. It's been amazing. I know art museums from around the world um, are doing wonderful things streaming. So when you think about engaging, engaging is really important. In positive psychology, we talk about um, the concept of flow, when you're fully immersed in something. So I would just say to listeners, instead of just letting your attention be hijacked by negative news and stress, think about engaging your attention, controlling your attention to more uplifting uh, activities. Yeah, thank you. That is very important because it really is so easy to just get sucked into the endless feed on social media or TV about negative news. So thanks for that. And um, you know, before we finish up, I know that you and your husband uh, just launched a new Facebook Live series co-hosted by legendary talk show host Larry King called Coping with COVID. So this is really exciting. Could you tell us a little bit more about what you're going to be doing on the show as well as where we can tune in and when? Sure. So I'm so happy to be working on this. I mean, I grew up watching Larry King, so it's I'm pinching myself. Um, he's been <laughs> just a gem to work with. And he's been dedicating his time and his name to call attention to the importance of our physical and mental health and helping us disseminate the science of positive psychology at a time, Madison, when we know the world really needs it. So Larry and James are getting together and we're conducting interviews. We're working with the International Positive Psychology Association and getting some of the top scientists in the field to be interviewed by Larry and James each week to talk about uh, activities we can do to quell anxiety, build greater mental health, take uh, action steps on a daily basis to really help us not just, you know, get through these times, but try to uncover a silver lining so we could come out stronger at the end. Listeners can go on to uh, Facebook, to the Positive Voices, and you can see the uh, interviews each week. Some of the top names, we have John Rady talking about physical health. We have Bob Valerin talking about the importance of passion. We have Sonia Lubomirsky talking about daily activities to help increase our positive emotions. So we really have uh, some of the world's leading experts. So we also have Ken Pargament talking about the importance of spirituality and religion 
to help us cope during these times. So I really hope uh, people tune in to listen each week and um, I think they'll be pleased to hear from these wonderful researchers. Awesome. I'm so excited to hear about this. I think it's, it's really showing how people are coming together during this time and, and making the best of it. And I'm hoping that we're all going to come out stronger and have a greater appreciation for each other and the little things. All my listeners, definitely tune into that. I'll include the link at the end of the show in the post. Um, Susie, those are all the questions that I have for you today. But I just want to thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to instill wisdom and to just inspire us and be an uplifting part of our day. So thank you a million times over. <laughs> Madison, thanks so much for inviting me to speak with you. I really enjoyed our time together and I hope listeners can get some uh, tips and tools to use during this uh, unsettling time. I know they will. And to all my listeners, if you would like to learn more about Susie and her husband James's book, Happy Together, make sure to check out the link in this post. Um, it's absolutely a must read and I think it can be applied to romantic relationships, but also any relationship in general. If you wanna hear even more from Susie, you can take a look at the link about an upcoming conference that's scheduled to happen at Penn um, on October 2nd to 4th, and it is called Penn Momentum 2020, The Power of Penn Women. I'll also attach a link to Susie's blog on psychology today, so you can make sure to be up to date on all of this super helpful information. I really appreciate you tuning in to this episode of Positively Pen. My thoughts are truly with you all. We'll see you next time.